Welcome to the Stay True to You podcast with your host, Karishma Minocha. Join me in this safe space where we'll have deep conversations about self-discovery, mental health, and relationships to support you and your dreams. If you're ready to own your self-worth and live life on your own terms, you're in the right place. It's time to be seen and heard. It's time to take up space. It's time to stay true to you. Hello, beautiful humans. I hope you're all doing well. I am so happy you're here and joining me in today's episode where I'm going to be talking about a healing modality that is so near and dear my heart. I could talk about this topic for days. I practice connecting with this healing modality almost every day and I truly lead with it and am living such a magical, expansive life all thanks to it. So we're going to be talking about all things intuition. And before you think, oh, that's all woo-woo, or I don't have an intuition, or I'm not able to access it, don't worry. We're going to cover many misconceptions that come up when the topic intuition is discussed. And I'm also going to share the different voices that we have within us so you can start distinguishing between your intuition And the other voice that is honestly the one that's leading if you're not aware about it. So let's begin. When I think of the word intuition, I think of it as my inner voice or my inner compass. It really does guide you and lead you in really beautiful directions so long as you're listening to it. And that's the thing. We have been conditioned to lead a certain way by society, and it can be really challenging to quiet the noise and listen to our intuition if it's too chaotic in our heads. I want to share the possibilities that can be experienced when you actually give it a chance to access your inner voice. I understand if there is some kind of doubt around it because It's not as strong when you're first trying to understand it. It's a soft whisper. So when there's so much going on internally and in our environments, it may feel challenging to actually be able to hear that soft whisper. But the beautiful part about quieting the noise and going inward is that when you actually connect with that voice, so much wisdom and awareness can come from within. And it may challenge what you believe to be true. It may challenge where you think you're supposed to head to next. But if you actually take that leap of faith with your intuition and actually give it a full-on shot to try the wisdom and awareness that it's sharing with you, whoa, I can't tell you. It is the most adventurous experience. Once you understand the difference between the two voices that we have within us, it makes it a lot easier to be able to lean towards the one that you want to go forward with. The first one is your ego. That's the voice that we're conditioned to lead with without even thinking about it. You're on autopilot and you're just constantly listening to your ego and living your life based off of what it has to tell you. Think of your ego as your inner critic. 
that judgmental, cynical voice that wants to stop you from going all the way and it makes you play small in life. The ego's job is to protect you. It wants you to be safe. But the ego can lead you to feeling stuck and stagnant. It can also lead you to feeling doubtful, judgmental, and unsure of your next steps. The other voice that we have within is our intuition. Think of that as your inner bestie or as a loving, gentle mother that has so much wisdom and awareness to share with you. It usually comes in as a soft whisper, which is why we have such a hard time tapping into it. The more you can channel your intuition, the more you'll be able to trust it going forward. I'm going to share some possibilities that I've experienced in my life once I started listening to my intuition and quieted the noise of my ego. The number one thing my intuition led me to experience was to have difficult but brave conversations to heal my relationships. I was going through some challenges with some family members and friendships, and my ego was extremely loud. I was hurt. I was disappointed. I was unsure of how to navigate the relationships. And my ego was telling me to protect myself, to not put myself out there and have a conversation, to consider cutting these people out of my life. That's what the ego had to say. Whereas my intuition was guiding me to have difficult but brave conversations. That felt really out of my comfort zone because it meant putting myself out there and being vulnerable. But thanks to my intuition and listening to it, I've been able to heal a lot of the relationships that I thought were no longer going to exist in my life. My intuition also guided me to go back to my life coaching certification program when I was going through recovery with bipolar disorder. I thought I was not going to be able to get back into my life coaching business once I was re-diagnosed, but I'm so grateful I listened because my ego on the other side was saying, who are you to relaunch your life coaching and speaking business? How are you going to manage this with the disorder? How will people take you seriously? You're not meant to do this. Whereas my intuition may have been soft, but it guided me to believe that I'm capable, that I can learn, I can be a student again, and pick up tools and techniques to not only coach myself, but to coach others as well. Had I not listened to my intuition, I would have probably taken on a nine to five in a field that I did not have any desire to be in. But fast forward a year and a half later, I'm truly living out the passion and purpose that I've always had. I'm getting to serve and connect with such beautiful people and help them through their challenges and to live out their desires and work on their goals. I'm experiencing so much more fulfillment thanks to my intuition. Your inner voice will also guide you to make daily decisions with confidence and alignment. You're going to feel so much more clarity with what steps you're going to take next in your personal and professional life. It's going to guide you to take care of yourself 
to practice self-care rituals and prioritize your overall well-being. Your inner compass will also help you to release self-doubt and feel more worthy. That's the beautiful thing. If you take anything away from this episode, let it be this equation. Your intuition heals your self-worth. That's the philosophy that I lead with now. Because I've not only believed it, but I've also lived it. You're probably thinking, this sounds too good to be true, but how can I connect with my intuition? If you feel called to, you can get comfortable and I can guide you through a practice during this episode. Or just take some mental notes so when you're ready to do the practice on your own time, you can go about it in a way where you feel guided. Go ahead and get comfortable, hydrate if you need to, and take a moment to connect with your breath. Close your eyes, take some natural breaths in and out, and take a moment to envision your intuition. It's been said that you can connect with your intuition in all of your chakras, but to simplify the process, I'm going to guide you to connect with your intuition in either your third eye, your heart center, or your gut. Your intuition is unique to you. It could have a certain aesthetic to it, a certain sensation. It could feel warm, cold, neutral. It could have a unique voice. And if you're feeling foggy or unable to connect with your intuition, you can quite literally declare and say it out loud. Dear intuition, I would like to connect with you. And in this moment, you can ask it a question. It could be, how can I follow my purpose? Or it could be, how can I heal my relationship? Or it could be as simple as, what guidance do you have for me today? Notice what's coming up for you. What wisdom or awareness is being brought to light? If the thoughts and feelings are feeling loud, let them pass. If you have to place them in a bubble, let them float away. And truly take the space to connect with your intuition. The next thing you can do to really expand on what your intuition has to say is practice what I call intuitive journaling. This is one of the most powerful experiences that you can embark on. It's as simple as connecting with your intuition, putting pen to paper, and letting the words flow out of you. This is your inner knowing coming out. Your intuition has so much information to share with you, so long as you listen to it. Take some time to do this practice on your own time and see what comes up for you. It could be a few words. It could be a few pages. But whatever it is, it's something to work off of. It's something to take your next step from. Now let's debunk some misconceptions. I have five misconceptions written down here in front of me that I'd like to address. They're the most common misconceptions that my clients come to me with or I've heard people in my audience express to me. So if you can relate to any of these misconceptions, let's debunk them together. This way, by the end of this episode, you truly feel a connection with your intuition. The first misconception is, I don't have an intuition. My friend, I have good news for you. You definitely have an intuition. We all have an intuition. And that's the exciting part. When you take it in for a moment and sit with that, how magical is that? That all you have to do is go within to heal yourself. 
You don't have to rely on external factors to be able to heal and feel worthy. If you want to feel good enough, go within. Connect with your intuition. It's as simple as that. The second misconception is, my intuition won't come up with logical or practical solutions. False. Your intuition is based off of your core values and beliefs, which is why you will feel in alignment with your truth because you're leading in a way that's authentic to you. Your ego is going to cloud your mind and make you function in a way that's honestly just judgmental, cynical, and super unhealthy. Whereas your intuition will remind you what your core values are and what you really believe so that you can live out a life with your highest potential being applied. The third misconception is that your intuition has to always be right. Define what you mean by right. I'm going to lovingly challenge that. There really is no right or wrong. Life is not black or white. There is so much gray area that we have to explore in life. The way you may be living your life may not be the way someone else wants to live theirs. They may consider your way of living to be wrong and their way right. But who's to say? When you think about your intuition and it brings certain awareness up for you, try not to consider if it's right or wrong. Ask is this true? Do I feel in alignment with my truth, with what my intuition is sharing with me? You're going to feel so much more clarity when you ask yourself such powerful questions. You're allowed to question what your intuition has to say, but you really want to consider it and see if you take that leap of faith and go forward with it. What adventure will you go on next? The fourth misconception is, I have to wait for the spontaneous hit. Okay, I get that. A lot of times we tend to think that intuition comes in a very spontaneous, instant download. And you're full of all these creative ideas. And it's just this magical experience. But how often are you going to wait for that spontaneous hit to come? If you're going to keep relying on those spontaneous hits, you'll be waiting a very long time. Whereas if you choose to strengthen, practice, and hone in on your inner compass, you're going to be a force to reckon with. Because now you've really strengthened that muscle within you to be able to go inwards and channel so much awareness and information that's all within you. Many times we think we have to make a pros and cons list or we have to talk to a lot of people in our life to get all these different perspectives. And that can make us feel even more lost when we're trying to make a decision in life. But it's as simple as quieting the noise in your mind, in your environment, going within, channeling your intuition the way I just guided you to connect with your third eye, your heart center, or your gut. And feel into the sensation of what it has to say. Remember, the voice is like a loving, 
kind mother. Your inner voice is your inner bestie and they want what's best for you. The fifth misconception is that intuition is all woo-woo and spiritual. It comes with these labels, I understand, but if there's a tool that can guide you to live out your highest potential, then why not access it? If there's a healing modality that can support you and guide you to such beautiful places in life, why wouldn't you connect with it? What's the issue here with intuition being quote-unquote woo-woo or spiritual? If it works, it works. It's as simple as that. Don't let a label stop you from connecting with one of the most powerful healing modalities that you have instant access to within you. I really hope you got a lot of value out of today's episode. I will continue to talk about intuition in future episodes because this is the core of my work. I really believe in the impact of it. You really become your own best friend. You start to trust yourself more the more you lean into your intuition. And that's what I want for you with this space of staying true to you. The way to stay true to you is by connecting with your intuition. Let this episode be an invitation to explore your intuition and lead with it. Here's to more intuitive experiences and tapping into your highest self. Get excited! Thank you for listening. As a gift for anyone listening to this episode, if you leave a review, you'll receive a free coaching session with me. To redeem your gift, once you've left a review, click on the link on this episode's description to book your call. Until next time, stay true to you.